This is Be Bold Repeat, a podcast for female entrepreneurs who want a behind the scenes look at what it takes to build the business of your dreams using marketing and mindset strategies. We seek to inspire you to take action, whether it's clean or messy. So put down those self-help books and listen in for 20 minutes of juicy tips that you can implement into your business right away. I'm Katie Burton, founder of Simply Social. Our goal is to handle your digital marketing so you and your team can focus on your zone of genius, relieving stress, and adding back time into your day. And I'm Ashley Cruz, founder of Embracing the Uncertain. I am a new business mentor and the queen corporate dropout. I have a passion for busting women out of corporate America. I help my clients figure out how to match their corporate salaries. We're talking 10K months using their skill sets in the entrepreneurial world. We are so excited to have your ears for the next 20 minutes. If you like what you hear today, please feel free to jump on over to beboldrepeat.com. Subscribe to our newsletter to keep up to date with all the newest episodes. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Be Bold Repeat. We are building on last week's episode today and talking about how to hold yourself accountable to your desire to be an entrepreneur. We both remember being there. It is scary. It is edgy. There are times when you think, oh, it would be just so much easier to go back to my corporate job, to fall back on whatever feels easy in our bodies. But today we're going to talk about how to lean in to that desire, how to show up publicly with strength, which for me personally was the scariest. Um, portion and how we can really make these entrepreneurial dreams happen and show up with the correct mindset. So Ashley, let's start off when you were first telling people that you were an entrepreneur publicly. So maybe not even to your closest circle, but to people right outside your closest circle, what were the fears that were coming up in your head about telling people that? I mean, immediately it was always like, oh, they're just going to think this is silly. Actually, and as a matter of fact, I still have that feeling often um, because I don't think a lot of people understand, first of all, coaching or second of all, like business coaching or the idea of like corporate dropouts being a thing. So like in a lot of ways that fear still is sometimes very present in like the real world. Like when I'm in my safe bubble of entrepreneurship online, it's like, cool. I don't even really surround myself with people that don't see that, but sometimes it's unavoidable um, in the public. And so, you know, those were major fears, right? I was afraid to be visible. I was afraid to show up online and say that I had something to offer. And I think it was just like, there was a lot of imposter syndrome and the fear that somebody would call me out for being like a phony even though my heart was in the right place. And even though I was totally like qualified, especially based on what I did in corporate America, I was just afraid that somebody would like hate me or not like me for being an entrepreneur, or they'd think, you know, that I was um, not practicing business with integrity. I don't know, like so many fears came up. It's kind of weird, actually. (laughs) I hear you on that. And I felt everything that you felt. Plus, I think being a female and maybe being a female from the Midwest, like we're all taught to be humble and quiet and not make a lot of noise and like really fit in. So for me, a lot of the fears too, were just saying like, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm doing my own business. Like part of me was like, are they going to think I'm like boisterous or bragging or, you know, like too cool for school? I don't know how you want to say that, but like, that was 
a lot of my fear in the beginning as well. Totally. And, you know, as we were talking about like this episode, we were like, well, what do you think step two of this journey really is? And we were like, well, is it offers? Is it selling? And and it's not either one of those in our experience. And so that's like, I think why we wanted to talk about this today. The second step after you are very clear on who you are, how you serve people, or sorry, who you serve, how you serve them, and then what the tangible outcomes are, it's to start embodying and trusting that you can hold that title of an entrepreneur. And I think the biggest piece of this is accountability, right? Mm -hmm. When you start saying to the world, I'm an entrepreneur, you sort of start to shift into that entrepreneurial vibe. You kind of, for lack of a better term, like almost feel pressed to continue the journey because you've said it out loud. It's kind of like if somebody was to be like, I want to get stronger and you say it out loud, you know, when you say it out loud, it's sort of like this declaration to the universe and to the people that are around you. And it's almost harder to go backward (laughs) and like to go into a cocoon if like people don't start signing up immediately. And that's the biggest thing is like, you have to embody that belief that it is possible for you. And the best way to start doing that and starting to build that trust is to show up and say it out loud online, in person, whatever it might be. Yeah. And I mean, science tells us if we say our goals out loud or if we write them down, like we're so much more likely to be successful. So I love that call out. And I think talking about saying it out loud or showing up online, like for me personally, showing up online was more of an edge than saying it out loud to other people. So I decided to start saying it out loud to other people first. And then once I got super comfortable doing that, I added like showing up and being visible on social media. So I think if you are frozen and overwhelmed of like, oh my gosh, I have to tell people, I have to show up online, I need to get a website, I need to like fully embody this. We're not saying that. We're just saying whatever, whichever one of those feels most comfortable to you, start there and pick one item where you can start being more visible and really embodying being an entrepreneur. And that's when things will really start to shift. One thing that just came to me is that I think as we start to show up and be visible online, one thing that I think it does for our prospective clients is it builds trust, right? Like it shows them that this is your intention, that it is like something that you are staking your reputation on. And I think it really does build this beautiful sense of trust between you and a future client. And I think about that all all the time. And like, regardless of where you're at in your journey, like whether you just started or you've been in business for a long time, like your clients want to make sure that they can continue to trust you and that you are still all in on your business. Because if you are not all in on your business, your clients will not trust you to hold them through whatever it is that they're paying you to do. So I think it's really important that the faster that you can start to embody that, the faster you can build that trust with future clients and even current clients. A hundred percent. We've talked before in the past about building that like, know, and trust factor. And I think that's a huge part of it is you embodying it on the sales calls. When you decide to get your online presence going, like showing up there and that consistency really helps with the like, know, and trust factor. Don't you think like knowing that they can count on you, especially as a service provider. Like trust is one of the most important things you can have. Totally. It serves you because you start trusting yourself to show up for this desire. And then you get on the other side of that, your clients to start trusting you. And ultimately those two things combined can keep propelling you forward. 
Now, if you are struggling with visibility, you're terrified to show up online, you're terrified to like tell the world. One reframe that I'd love to offer and just invite you into is that you are in a place in your life. If you like had this desire to be an entrepreneur and serve in this way, there's, it's likely because you've either been through that process or you know that thing so well, maybe because you did it in the corporate world, like Katie, she did digital marketing for a very long time in the corporate setting. So of course, why couldn't she do it on her own? And so I just really want to invite you into like, you know, so much more than you give yourself credit for. You are far more qualified than you ever think you are. And the person that is going to hire you is a few steps behind you or they just don't have the time or energy to dedicate to the thing that you're going to support them with. So even if you don't feel qualified, or even if you feel like an imposter or you're terrified to show up online, it's just so important to remember that you can serve people exactly as you are, and you don't have to be the expert. I think that was the other big visibility wound that I see a lot of people have. Does that feel true for you, Katie? So true. And I think that's something that I still battle and it still shows up. It's just at a different level, right? Like now I have full confidence that I can serve XYZ customer, but once I feel an edge coming in, maybe a super large corporate client or they want maybe something a little different. Maybe they want an ebook instead of emails, or I still have those feelings of like, is this something I can do? Am I even qualified? Why are they hiring me? Like those questions don't go away, but you get more confident, like practicing those skills. Yeah. And I think the one, the last thing I'm going to say about this is that most of the people listening to this podcast are small business owners. We're not huge corporations. So it's likely that they're not buying or like hiring you for the expert level. It's because they like you as a human. They, they enjoy you and the energy that you put off. It's probably not for the expert level, because to be honest with you, like a lot of the things that I think a lot of people feel could feel supported in or hire out are figure outable on their own, right? We have Google for a lot of things, Mm -hmm. but some people just don't have the time, the energy or the like desire to even go out there and like figure that stuff out for themselves. So that's where you come in. That's how your experience really makes a difference in somebody else's life. So you do not have to be the expert. Of course you want to like be able to support and serve people with like tangible information, but you know, just remember that you have a set of skills that are highly valuable. And I bet you, if you were to look around, like I'm talking to the coaches out there, cause people will tell me all the time, like I can't start a coaching business because there's millions of coaches out there. And I just look around and I'm like, literally take note of every single human that you've been in in an interaction with today. How many of those people are acting from a place of emotion? How many of them are like unregulated and how they respond? How many of them truly actually need your support and you might not even realize it, right? So like when you see constantly how many people could benefit from your services and support sometimes that really helps to take off the edge around not having enough space or being scared to show up because nobody's gonna buy or being scared to be visible in your business because you just fear failure like that's just not an option and I really want to invite you and encourage you to choose a different thought over and over and over again and be bought in and a big part of that is showing up online and just stay saying it out loud yes So your call to action today is if you have not said out loud to someone else that you are an entrepreneur outside of your circle, if you have not posted online that you are an entrepreneur, 
lean into that feeling, that desire to be an entrepreneur today and say it out loud. Tell a couple of strangers, tell your friend that you've been holding off on telling, make that post announcing your services online, like just go for it. Even if it's like, I'm a life coach. <laughs> like, oh, I would be like, they'd be like, what do you do? I own, I own a social media company. <laughs> like that's how it was in the beginning, but that you're still saying it out loud. And that's still a step to get you to where you need to be. Yes. You got this. We're so proud of you. Keep going. And we will talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye everybody. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up for the episode today. We hope you are taking away lots of great information, great tidbits, great feedback on things that you can put into your business strategy. If you are interested in being on the Be Bold Repeat podcast as a guest interview, we would love to have you. And we are now opening up applications for guests on the Be Bold Repeat podcast in season three. If you are interested, you must be subscribed to our newsletter. That is where we will be putting out all the calls, all the applications, all the things. So head on over to beboldrepeat.com, add your name and your email list, and you'll be up to date as soon as we open up apps. We'll talk to you guys in the next episode.